Welcome back, everybody, to the Late Bloomer Podcast. My name is Juan, and I am your host. Today, I have salsa dancing extraordinaire. Oh, my God. <laughs> the guy that, that taught me how to dance, my first uh, eight count. Oh, really? Is uh, that so? Oh, you need to stop and let me finish getting okay, through sorry, my sorry, intro. Sorry. Okay, um, I can say that he is one of my longest standing friends. We're going on a friendship of over 10 years Shit. at this point. And uh, he's also happens to be part of the Susias dance team. <laughs> I have Eric Mendoza. You, you? No, just kidding. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Eric, it's... I, I know that you were giving me shit about not having you on the show earlier. Oh, uh, And wow. that's fine. <laughs> and that's fine. And I kept telling you that there was a reason why I wasn't having you. And it wasn't a bad reason. I just wanted to save you for later. I, I was saving myself for you. See, I was excited about this, but also afraid. And yeah. You <laughs> should be. We're like a minute, less than a minute into it. And already I'm kind of like sorting it. <laughs> I regret this. <laughs> no, man. I mean, it's fine. You, you, you were being playful and I understand that. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, I feel like I'd feel the same way. Like, why the fuck is this motherfucker not hit me up? Yeah. Do I not feel like I haven't, or does he feel like I have not, I don't have anything interesting to say, but I told you I was saving you for something a little more significant later on. The best for last kind of thing. I know. I get you. Kind of. Yeah. It was. It was. Okay. Fine. Um, But anyway, Eric, so as I mentioned before, we're going on 10 years of friendship at this point. Do you remember how it was that we met? I know it was thanks to my little brother, uh, Jesse. He brought you in, right, to accompany him to learn salsa with him, right? Yeah. Um, so what ended up happening was that Jesse uh, and I were really close friends back in high school. We were really close. So we would hang out every day. And um, I remember one day he just asked me, hey, dude, do you want to learn how to dance with me? And I was a little freaked out by that question <laughs> because I thought it was going to be a partner dance, which at this point, like I'll partner dance with just about anybody. So, yeah, yeah. But at the time, I was kind of like, what is going on? And I was like, I don't know if I feel comfortable with you and I dancing together. He was like, no, bitch. Uh, my brother is trying to teach me how to dance and I don't want to be the only young person there. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll go. You know, and I walked and I remember like thinking to myself, I know how to dance. I've been in a few quinceañeras. I can fuck this up. No problem. Nah, 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 nah. that is not the case. And I remember meeting you and you had like this kind of like swag about you within the salsa. Like you had like this level of confidence, like when it came down to your dancing. Um, I don't know if you even realized it at that point. No, no. Um, That was a time that. You came to the Arthur Murray studio, right? No, no, this oh, was no. Bo- this is pre Arthur Murray studio. Oh wait, Salsa, Salsa Sundays. Sundays, yes, That's right, at this one oh, house out in Pasadena. <laughs> it was like I don't know if it was like a kitchen or a kitchen or a living room for one of your friend's houses. Like he had a bunch of roommates there, and like anyway, so that's why I first uh, had a dance, and I danced with Anna, who oh, was wow. my first salsa dance. Yeah, Anna, oh, you Anna. had a big crush on. I her. had a huge crush on Anna. Yeah, for a good reason. Yeah, even I was kind of like. Yeah, she's a good friend. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, that, that's fair, man. Like Anna was really attractive, and I don't know if it was just like it was one of those schoolboy crushes. By the end of the day, uh, but she was the first person that I danced salsa with, and I remember it took me so long to try to get down that basic step for some reason, and you didn't think I was going to keep up with it. Okay, two things. First one, Anna was a little older than you, right? Yeah. Okay. Go I don't on. know how much older, but. I want to say like maybe like three, three, four years at the most. Because mm-hmm. you guys were all going to PCC at the time. Yeah, we were, yeah. And then uh, second, 
uh, yeah, I didn't think you were gonna keep going. Honestly, I was pushing for my little brother to keep going because I was, I was, I wanted to, you know, pass on the torch. Yeah. But no, he just did it for like. How did that work out? Oh my God, he can't even do the cholo dance. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's what that's all he's good at. <laughs> no, I mean, like by the end of the day, I think I've seen videos like maybe not as of late, but. I've seen videos of Jesse every now and then, like on Instagram stories, where he's just out there and he'll he'll remember some of the stuff that you taught him. Like I feel like it's just muscle memory at this point. Um, but yeah, yeah. But he he really did not keep going. I think he did it for like a year or two. I think he got better at shuffling than salsa dancing. That's right, because shuffling was a big thing when Jesse and I were going to high school. He was pretty good at it too. Uh, I was better. Oh damn! You heard that, Jesse? No, that's fair. He knows. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. I don't, I don't know if I was that much better. I think I'm just tweaking my own horn at this <laughs> I, but, I don't think I could shuffle if I really wanted to. <laughs> so, but, wow, Salsa Sundays, man. Yeah, it was Salsa Sundays, and then we transitioned over to the studio because I guess the house wasn't going to be available to us anymore, or we just needed more space. Yeah, it was a friend who was uh, living with roommates, and I guess either it got too big or we got too noisy that, you know, we... Yeah, they kind of stopped it, so we needed to find another spot, and I ended up asking the Arthur Murray owner at the time if you know if I could use the studio for Sundays, and she said yeah, and yeah, it was a nice studio. It's it was uh, located or yeah, it's still there, but it's not a dance studio. It's anymore. like a CrossFit gym now. It's not even that anymore. It's like closed. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Dude, it makes me so sad because that was such a nice studio. It like, was two so floors. Many, oh, so many memories. Mm-hmm. The second floor had a kitchen. And it also had, like, this secret room that you could enter through where mm-hmm. stuff could happen. <laughs> With a couch. <laughs> yeah, it was, now, now thinking back at it, it's kind of sketch. No, it was it was a very nice studio. Um, it was all, I think it was renovated, so they had, like, nice uh, dance floors, mirrors everywhere. Um, like I said, two floors, uh, good surround sound system everywhere, up and downstairs. Um, yeah, a, a staff room, and... Yeah, there was just a lot to it. It was it was nice. The only thing is, uh, I guess the area wasn't as good, and there wasn't enough parking. Yeah, parking was a bitch. Yeah. I remember that. So they had to let it go. And then when the whole, like, was it the whole economy went down, you know, it hit pretty hard. Because, you know, Arthur Murray's a, it's a very, I guess, large uh, ballroom franchise. And, yeah, they're a little pricey, so. Yeah ballroom classes in general are really pricey because i used to work for did i work for arthur murray yeah i worked for arthur murray out of Long <laughs> Dude, I, I, <laughs> I was thinking to myself was it fred astaire or arthur murray that i worked for but it was arthur murray because you arthur followed murray. on my you know within my you know yeah you followed my footsteps okay i wasn't an instructor eric i was fucking administrative assistant <laughs> I, I was a secretary at arthur murray but they were trying to uh to train me to become an instructor but now looking back at it, that would have just—I don't think I would have enjoyed dancing as much as I do today. No, dude, it's—it's it's a lot of work. You actually have to learn twelve dances at once. Yeah, you know, six—the six main ones, both the guys, uh, the leads and follows. And then parts. you have the bronze, silver, and gold levels to go through. At least at the studio where I was working, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the same thing for you guys. At yeah, there was, but I didn't get to that far. I didn't get that far because. Oh. Yeah, like I said, the whole economy hit, so... Okay, yeah. that's, that's fair. Well, so before you got into Arthur Murray, though, like, did you already know how to dance when you were teaching at Arthur Murray? Uh, yeah, I already knew how to dance salsa. I just wanted to get better at it, so uh, I, I went there to try to get some lessons, you know, hoping that, yeah, I would be this badass, you know, salsero. Mm-hmm. But their salsa, you know, ballroom salsa in general, it's different from social salsas. Oh, yeah. 
So when I signed up, yeah, I ended up paying like $600 for like six classes and uh, maybe like two or three group lessons. And afterwards, I was just like, okay, I'm done. I'm out. But, you know, they, um, the owner actually came up to me. She's like, hey, you know, we like your attitude, your enthusiasm, your energy. You know, would you like to try as an instructor? And, you know, honestly, I was kind of like, you know what? Nah, I saw your salsa. I'm okay. But, yeah. but there, you know, she was like, you know, you'll learn all these dances for free. And I was like, oh, man. Okay, you know what? Sold. Yeah. So, yeah, I decided to become a ballroom instructor. For Arthur Murray. Damn. And then the economy ended up hitting, so that didn't end up working out. But when you had already learned, where did you learn how to dance salsa? It was at the one and only world famous PCC. No, <laughs> world famous. That's good. Pasadena City College. Pasadena City College. Candela Salsa Club. City Rose. Candle. <laughs> you know what? It lived up to its name back then. Um, I think I was part of the second generation. Okay, I don't, want to sound, I don't want to sound that old, but when I started there, they were already established. They had over 100 members, and they took up the whole gymnasium because they had so many people there. And it was divided within two groups, the beginners and intermediate uh, dancers. And, uh, and that was like back with Josh, Arlene. Who else was, was a part of that? Because I remember them talking to me about that too. Well, I met them a little bit later on. Can't remember Josh. Forgive me, Josh. Yeah. But I do remember the president at the time was Annette Saucillo. And you guys might know her sister, um, Erica. Erica Saucillo, mm-hmm. who's like pro now, I guess. And uh, I'm sorry, Erica. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was uh, Alex. It was, it was a lot of people. And they were like really into it. They were very committed. They were very passionate about it. That's why they were, they were able to pull in so many dancers, so yeah. many students, actually. So it was a club of students teaching students. And, yeah, I honestly, it's funny how I got into it. Um, I was looking for a club my uh, freshman year of college and because I wanted to make friends, you know, out of high school. You know, you don't know anybody. Yeah. You may know some, but you guys are all you know, split up and divided amongst your classes and courses. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I tried about two, three different clubs um uh there was uh mecha which i don't remember the acronym it's an acronym but i don't remember what it stood for but it was like uh hispanic civil right civil rights club um they seemed pretty cool up until the point that they handed me a sheet to sign my name on because they're like hey you know if you get arrested we'll send you know our lawyer to get you out and i was just like what the hell no <laughs> And I was Y'all like, have seen some shit, so you guys, <laughs> they you know. guys are doing this because you know the process. They know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they also mentioned to bring a bandana to cover your face in case they gas, you, you get gassed. You're fucking lying. No, right? really, seriously. This this was all going down when uh, there was like protests going down in downtown LA. Okay. And I was like, okay, guys, you guys are great. I support you guys, but from a distance, so yeah. fight on. So I left that club, and then I went to an anime club. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was interesting. You know, I got into anime a little bit uh, growing up. So I was like, you know what? Hey, this is, you know, something we have in common. So I went and all they did was just uh, sat down, watch anime and then just leave. Now they like, wouldn't talk about it. They no. wouldn't discuss like what their favorite anime is. Because hey. everybody was awkward. <laughs> ah, okay. I could see that. I could see that. But you didn't want to be that person in there like, hey, stop being awkward. 
like let's communicate a little bit dude i was a freshman i was awkward <laughs> <laughs> that's fair you were going through so many changes in your body and you just didn't know which way. <laughs> your voice was cracking hey <laughs> let's uh <laughs> yeah no uh, yeah okay all right that's um, fair so i left that club um it was great and all the you know watching all anime and all that but i wanted to make friends i wanted to meet people i kind of wanted to break out of my shell that's what it was now that i think back at it were you awkward before like like going through high school were you awkward and you were just um, trying to find a way to kind of um go into a cocoon like and come out a social butterfly if you will well listening to your last podcast you know you were a little you had a little more freedom than i did in high school so what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah guys go ahead and listen to that. <laughs> parties <laughs> i've always had a very overprotective mother and you know she believes almost anything that she sees you know in on tv especially the news primer impacto I hate that shit. Oh, sorry. My God. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. no. Like, it's not just her. It's my mom, too. I forgot what it was. Like, um, uh, my dad must have seen some shit not too long ago about some, like, European countries maybe not being uh, the safest. So when I told him about this trip that I'm going to be taking immediately, he was just like, do you understand how not safe it is? We are in the safest place ever. I don't know about all that. I mean. Has he watched Taken? Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm chilling. Like, uh, I don't, besides who would want to, you know, take me? <laughs> but, Come on, Juan, you have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you had, you had an uh, overbearing mother, very overprotective. Yeah. I only had four friends pretty much in high school mm -hmm. these were like i guess my first uh four real friends best friends so talk to them um no they moved on um two of them one of them got you know their girlfriend pregnant like any other hispanic in during high school there it is <laughs> and then another one you know after gra he graduated he went on and started his own family and then another one i don't know it was um they were salvadorian two of them were salvadorian and one of them was pakistanian pakistanian sorry Okay. And um, yeah, we were like the four amigos, but they had a little more freedom, so they were able to go out a little more. They did invite me out a couple of times, which is fun, which is cool. Um, but then, yeah, that was it. That was my world right there. So um, going into high or going into college, you were just like, all right, I'm breaking out of my show. I'm going to fucking do this. I'm yes. going to make more amigos because my other amigos are starting their familias, which I am not a part of currently. Yeah, no, I didn't want to be your standard uh, Mexican. You didn't want to be what people would consider a statistic. Not that there's anything wrong Yeah, no, with, no. Again, yeah. I don't want to offend anybody, but uh, yeah. you know, It I, just wasn't for you. Yeah, personally. back then it was the thing. You know, you kind of start a family early on. And honestly... I, no, I wasn't about that. I wanted to kind of experience life a little more. Okay. And so, yeah, I was looking for a club, and I was kind of giving up, and up until the point that I was walking across campus, and on the quad, they had a performance going on, a salsa performance. Okay. Uh, good-looking guys, good-looking girls, costumes and everything, uh, well-groomed, and yeah, they were killing it. And I was just like, dude, that's that's cool. And, and they made an announcement. They're like, hey, you know, if you guys want to join our club, come see us at, you know, at the gym, gymnasium, and, uh, you know, around this time, and yeah. Yeah. So I did, and yeah, like I said, it was a large amount of people. Everybody was very friendly, especially the board members. They were like very committed to like welcoming everybody, making sure that they they felt secure and safe, and you know, like they were there to you know to mm -hmm. yeah to make friends pretty much. Yeah, and uh, I stuck with it, and honestly, it was a great experience. I, honestly, I don't regret it, and I would do it all over again. No, yeah, most definitely, and I'm glad that you ended up doing that because through that, you and I ended up meeting. I don't know if – I'm sure you and I would have ended up meeting at some point because I was really good friends with your brother, so um, – What did happen again that you guys had a fallout? 
Uh, I feel like it was one of those things where it's like he said, she said about something, and then Jesse, I guess, ended up believing it. Mm. So for the life of me, I can't really remember. Mm. And we ended up having a huge fallout over it. Um, And that's just what it was. I mean, I've seen your brother since then, you know. Yeah, you guys are cool now. Yeah, Yeah. I'll I'll talk to him and be like, hey, man, what's up? You know, I remember one of our friends because, all right, so we... From time to time, I go through this phase where it's just like, I feel like playing Yu-Gi-Oh! again for some <laughs> weird reason because I was okay at it and it's a fun way to kind of just pass time like on a Sunday for a few hours. Dude, I feel like you were more than okay. You actually won to tournaments, right? Uh, not anything... Uh, uh, I don't want to talk about stuff like that, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, please, tell me more. <laughs> Virgin! <laughs> no, um, no, it was. I had a good time playing uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! It, it was a good time, and mostly because I was surrounded by my friends. And anyway, I remember the last time that I was really into it, um, I guess Jesse needed some sort of card, and like I, um, I handed him one because I had an extra one, and our, friends, uh, our friend Robert, you've met him, mm-hmm. he was just like, oh no! Oh my, my heart, it's happening, my heart. I'm like, ah, shut up. Like, you guys are the ones that make this more awkward than what it has to be, but yeah. I appreciate the comedic timing of it all. Those are good friends. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, that's why I forgot exactly the reasons as to why it is that Jesse and I ended yeah. up having a fallout. Okay. I mean, I wish nothing bad on you, but I've, I've told you from time to time, if I ever saw that Jesse was in a jam, you know, I still see him as my closest friend in high school. Mm-hmm. So if he ever needed anything, I, I'd be there in a heartbeat, you know? Okay. Okay. Um, yep. So, so then that happened, but then somehow you ended up making the transition from Jesse to me. Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> a fucking leech. <laughs> no. Uh, how did? Okay. So, I think that ended up happening before Jesse and I had a fallout. Like it, it slowly started happening because you and I, as you mentioned, we had different high school experiences. I, towards the end of my high school, um, uh, my high school years, I was. Uh, going out a little bit more mostly that had to do with my mom trusting the people that that I was with um and and uh I was also going out with you and Jesse I was going out to fucking Ixtapa which is a 21 and older club I was going there since I was 15 (laughs) and then what happened (laughs) and then someone fucking decided to do their job finally again I commend you for doing it I just don't commend you for doing it the night (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I wanted to go. It's just like, I've been coming here for five years. I don't understand what the problem is. Real quick, mind you people, this is Juan, who doesn't really hold a grudge, who's really like anti-violence, you know, violence, you know, more like, hey, let's talk it up. But every, he's never let this go. Every time I see him, I'm like, yeah, good job. <laughs> because you're doing it finally. Because I remember even asking you, I was like, Eric, is Ixtapa 21 and over? And you said, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't yeah. get carded. Because we wouldn't. we just walk in. Yeah, everybody and, would walk in, yeah. And now that one night, after that one night, they decided to card. But anyway, I, I, I digress. So we were, um, after I had met you, I had already known people from the PCC Salsa Club. So contrary to you, you were looking for people or like a club to kind of associate yourself with in order to kind of uh, broaden your group. Of friends, mm-hmm. I knew exactly where I was going the minute that I got to PCC. As soon as I heard it was Club Rush, I was like, "Hold my bag, let me demo." <laughs> like, <laughs> like I didn't know a lot, but I knew enough, so mm-hmm. so I could get by. At the time, I only knew salsa, and now I know bachata, a little bit of cha cha, yeah, uh, a little bit of kizomba. But um, yeah, I knew exactly where I was going, and I remember too. Like, there were some people that yeah, I that were part of my freshman class that um, that I became friends with. They're 
same thing. They were scared. They're like, I don't know what clubs to join. It's like, nah, bitch. I know. I know. Where I, I know where I belong. <laughs> Follow me. Yeah. Follow me, nerds. <laughs> um, but yeah. So then you got into it before you had the fallout with my brother, and yeah. then I was at PCC for a year or two, a year maybe before I ended up having a fallout with with Jess. Um, yeah, I, I think that's what it was. I could be wrong. I even think. I think that fallout might have even happened like right before I met Ash. Mm. Oh yeah, I think so too. Yeah, because I remember there there was like some sort of incident at IHOP. Anyway, I'm not gonna get too far into it because yeah, that, that, no. that shit from the past, you know. And, and like I said, it uh, I've that, gone beyond it. I'm sure yeah. Jesse has too. Yeah. Um, but then okay, so then that happened, and then somehow you just started become you just became more committed, like. Yeah, I mean, I ended up becoming more committed, I think, after something that ended up happening in my life, um, the relationship oh. that I was in before, Ash, and I remember uh, you were there for me a lot during that process, and uh, we would go out to, like, events and things like that. I was becoming more involved with the social dance scene. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, the P- PCC, the Salsa Club, what was my safe haven, and it's funny that you mentioned board members being like so lively and so welcoming because you and I ended up becoming board members Hell at one yeah. point because you were president at one point before and then you ended up becoming VP when you ended up coming back mm-hmm. and I think I was the event planner I think and then we wait it, were you ever officially on the board yeah actually I was <laughs> oh wait that first time yeah yeah right? yeah, I, yeah, was, yeah. Okay. I was I was and we'll get into why he says officially <laughs> in a minute yes. but I was event planner and uh, I remember we were going out to different socials and I needed something to kind of sink my teeth into. I needed a project to work on and this was the perfect opportunity. Um, And then I remember bringing it up to you about a social Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't think PCC had done one. I mean, our friend Anthony argues. Yeah. Yeah. But our friend Anthony argues that the first PCC social was one that they collaborated with Steven Steakhouse and a bunch of other clubs. And I kept Mm -hmm. telling him, I was just like, that's not what I mean. I mean about a solely PCC Latin motion, USC break on two type of event. Right. Because during that time, every school club was big. You know, they were very committed. They were having their own socials and bringing their own people and making their own shirts. And yeah, it was pretty intense back then. So yeah, you brought up the idea. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. We did kind of have like a little back and forth thing with Anthony and somebody else. Yeah, about like what the who? The, yeah, the first official social. For and I was PC. just like, look, guys. By the end of the day, if it has another name slapped onto it, I don't feel like it's our first official social. I feel like it was mm-hmm. a great attempt in order for us to get more recognition as a club. Mm-hmm. But to say that it was our social, I just don't feel that way. Granted, mm-hmm. I feel like Anthony and whoever else that worked on that project feel like. You know, they put in their effort into um, creating that relationship with Steven Steakhouse. I don't know exactly how much they put into it, but regardless, they felt like maybe they needed to be recognized for that work. Well, too. they made it happen, so yeah, I give them exactly. props for that. Yeah, exactly. But was it just a sole, like, school, you know, socials set up by, by themselves? Like, uh, not really. It was more like Steven's had a, an event and then, you know, they had a PCC joined. Right. Thing. Um, but anyway, so we were board members and I, I remember, um, 
you i've always noticed this about you you oh, are, are a very friendly person what oh, the okay. fuck did you think i was gonna say <laughs> you got so much dirt on me that i'm like oh, shit. you're stop sweating <laughs> you're fine i need some water <laughs> no um no that's i'm gonna bring out all the dirt during your second podcast uh, no uh but <laughs> <coughs> Go ahead, huh? uh, i've always noticed that you are a very friendly person um that you are very just social you are a very social person like you're i feel like you're really easy to get along with initially notice how i said initially yeah can you elaborate on that please <laughs> do you want me uh, actually uh, yeah because i'm, I'm kind of like wondering like do some self-reflection here now <laughs> it's very cathartic yeah. <laughs> it really is uh no it's more just like you you and i have talked about it because just like you mentioned that i don't hold grudges mm-hmm. i've noticed and i pointed this out to you before mm-hmm. as your friend i've noticed that you hold grudges yeah <laughs> even the way you said it yeah you were the first one actually to mention this to me yeah and I was, then when you did i was like oh shit he's right it sounds something (laughs) son of a bitch i hate him (laughs) um but it's it's more along the lines of like and i understand why it is that you do it but because you now you know that i am the first one that has mentioned i feel like other people have mentioned it to you Mm -hmm. have they Mm, even like not as direct like yeah i mean there have been like one or two other people that have noticed it and brought it up yeah i'm sure other people have noticed it but not to the extent that we're like, hey, you know, I think you might have a problem. Yeah, you might have a problem. <laughs> you should probably see someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, here's the thing. Okay, real quick, uh, the thing about Juan that I kind of respect and admire is that uh, you know he's very calm and collected. He'll think things through. You know, he won't act out. You know, like some people. And uh, you know, there's been some times where I'm just like, dude, uh, this guy, you know, this guy crossed me. I'm gonna go kick his, kick his ass. And then Juan's like, no, 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 hold on, hold on. Maybe he had a bad day, you know, his shoes wasn't tied, so he bumped you, you know. He comes up with, like, this whole scenario to, like, kind of, you know, divert the situation. And then after, like, 10 minutes, I'm just like, you know what, I'm tired. I don't even get into this. (laughs) I'm falling asleep by your fucking story that you just gave me. And that is my fucking secret. Like, that's how... No, I... Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I mean, I'm not... And you know this better than anyone. Um, I'm not perfect. I've gone through my fair share of mistakes with things that I've done... Uh, with people or two people and and I have apologized for those time and time again and I feel like I have grown from them mm-hmm. um, but I feel like because I was able to do self-reflection on the things that I've done and why it was that I've done them I feel like it's given me a level of empathy of mm-hmm. uh, just like trying to understand other people and I'm not saying that that's what everybody should do because it's not for everyone you know everybody does need to der- take a, a more uh, a, or different approaches that that helped them a little bit better. I honestly feel like I was, I had a little bit more of what you have going on because I can't. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like where you're very just like, all right, I'm going to let them know. I've I've seen you when you've like confronted people and granted, like maybe not to the extent that you've done. Yeah, I try not, not to make a scene, yes. Yeah, exactly. But the fact that you do do it, yeah. I don't have the courage to do that. I know. I keep telling you like, come on, dude, grow some balls or just... Pick up your balls and <laughs> drag them along with you. <laughs> no. no, no, but that's the thing. That's why you've been able to keep like longer lasting friendships or, you know, you haven't burned as many bridges as I have or, you know, you're like I said, you're more calm and collected. Well, do you feel like those bridges that you have burned, do you feel like there's any way for you to be able to rebuild those bridges or would you want to? Um, 
yes, I do feel like I would be able to like, you know, repair those and you know be okay like nothing happened. But again, I hold grudges. So it's kind of like, dude, you crossed me. Why should I respect you again? You yeah. Because honestly, that's what it comes down to. In my opinion, my philosophy is if I give you 100% respect and you end up, you know, throwing that in the trash, mm-hmm. then you're not worth my time. And you know, there's no need for me to actually like talk to you ever again or be as cool with you as I was before. Um, simple as that. But obviously, like you said, yeah, people do make mistakes and mm-hmm. that's something that I've kind of been slowly kind of engraving into my head. Like, okay, maybe somebody has a bad day and they did something that pissed me off and it's like, okay, I shouldn't take it personally. Mm-hmm. But again, yeah, it's like, dude, if, I, if I'm generally nice to you and honest and open, then I kind of expect that. But you're right. Not, not everybody's like that. I will say that I've been hearing a lot less of I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> which is good. Which is really good. I just got fat. That's why. That's, that's all it is. I'm, I'm, I'm too slow. <laughs> but don't worry. As soon as I get this off. Oh, yeah. It's, it's back on. Down. It's like, I'm getting kicked out of Stevens. <laughs> I need you to hold this bell and ring it. <laughs> Caesar? Um, no, but but I, I, in all seriousness, I, I don't, you know, you joke about it, but I, I do feel like there is a level of growth that has been happening. And do you. Do you know like what it is that has triggered that growth inside of you? That uh, it's just time. Um, honestly, over time, you kind of realize that you know you shouldn't waste your, waste your energy on you know sometimes meaningless things. You know, just just let it be and move on. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, I was gonna say, oh, uh, Juan has some huge influence on me. But okay, it's cool, no, dude. no, no, no. You know why? I get it. I get it. Okay, okay, okay. No, no. Well, I, I was hoping you kind of picked up on it, but yeah, you know, you have had some influence on me. Because oh, again, stop it. No. <laughs> Tell me more. No, <laughs> Here's some flowers. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, yeah, I've. Okay, I like to stick to things that. I'm used to that I believe in principles I'm kind of like anti-change because you know I feel like with change it you know comes something new something different and might be good might be bad but honestly if you already have something good why change it so well really quick not to interrupt yeah yeah. would you say that you're scared of change because Uh, you don't know whether it would be good or bad like well I'm happy with what I have that okay. I don't feel like I should change it. So okay. with change, it means that I would, you know. You're risking something. Yeah. But it's necessary because, honestly, that's what life is about. It's change. And so part of me is good at it because, you know, like you said, I'm very friendly. I'm very open. I like meeting new people. Yeah. But changing who I am, that's that's a little more scary. And uh, it's a little more uncomfortable for me. But it's something that I've grown to accept little by little. And, and yeah, the whole, you know, grudges and being confrontational. Yeah, that's something that I've had to, like, adjust a little bit here and there. Especially because, you know, nowadays, yeah, it's just everybody's off doing their own thing. And, I again, I shouldn't take things personally. Like, you know, friends not inviting you, inviting you to, you know, to events. Mm-hmm. So. Here we go. <laughs> Anyways, uh, continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. Well, I mean, taking things personally, do you, what is the reason as to why, or like, why do you feel like you take things so personally? Well, it's the whole genuine thing. Like, honestly, like, dude, if I'm a hundred percent honest with you, you know, friendly with you, yeah, I kind of expect that. And if you just, you know, don't care about that, then it 
kind of offends me a little bit. It's like, dude, like I'm shaking your hand and you're just ignoring it. Like, what the hell? That was once that I'm sorry. I kept telling you that. <laughs> that was my bad. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but um, okay. No, no, I understand that. Uh, do you feel like that stems from like values that you were taught as a child, or do you feel like something like happened during your childhood that that triggers that? Hmm, that's actually interesting. Um, I think it's just the whole. I, again, it was my world was just consistent of in high school was just consistent of uh, four friends, and I was happy with that. And then after that, you know, they that left, and so I had to start a whole new set of friends. And and yeah, I built up. You know, in my whole life, I've only had three best friends, maybe a fourth one, but you kind of fucked that up a little bit. But anyways, no, yeah, four. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I was just like, I know I'm the fourth. I know I'm the fourth. What did I do? So <laughs> well, I know what I did. <laughs> with those, like, I gave him my all. You know, like yeah. they knew me. Like you know me. You know, and we shared a lot of uh, memories and events. And when that gets, you know, taken away, it's like, it sucks, you know, it's, it just, it really, I guess, scarred me. And so now it's like, I, I try to take and take anything for granted. And so I do appreciate, you know, somebody and give them my full attention and respect. And when they don't give that back, it's like, dude, like, you know, I guess it goes, stems back to like, yeah, I'm losing, you know, that, that feeling that I've lost, you know, something special or like that deep, um, I guess emotion, you know, with people. Yeah, yeah, emotional connection. Yeah, if you get what I'm saying. No, 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 I get it. I get it Mo- most definitely. And then just, <laughs> just because I know that you made that quick little jab as a joke, but I understand exactly what it is that you're talking about towards me. Dude, I have a list. You, I, know, I have it saved you. Don't too. do it. Don't okay, do it. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, want, I don't want to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna trigger me. <laughs> no, but it's more along the lines like I, I told you that those things were were literally nothing personal. I. And I, <laughs> you you give me this face. <laughs> I'm like, let's not go into that. <laughs> no, no, no. Because honestly, I we don't have to go into details about it. But I will say that they were nothing personal. It was just one of those things where I, at the time, just did things. And mm. I really wasn't thinking about the consequences or other people's feelings. Which is why when you say, oh, Juan goes ahead and says... Like, let's take a step back and think about what this person might have been going through. Mm-hmm. It's because that's how I was. I was that type of person that would just act and not think mm-hmm. about other people's emotions mm-hmm. uh, regarding certain situations or how they might felt made, might have felt. And I know that you and I have had to have conversations in which we've had to kind of rebuild that trust multiple, like more yeah. trust on your end than mine. Because for me, it was like, I trust Eric with my life. But he's mad at me right now, so I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I should. <laughs> you're, you're like, Let, let's just see what happens when that train comes. <laughs> Dude, if I was pissed off at you and I saw you getting jumped, I would probably like, you know, let it go on for like maybe like five more minutes, and then I'll jump in and save you. <laughs> that's hey, that's fair. Oh no, well, it depends how bad it is. But <laughs> he's gonna jump in soon. I know. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, just hold on. Hold a on. little bit more. Two more kicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, and it's just been one of those things where it's um, and and you are one of my closest friends. You you know a lot, a lot about me. Yeah, I do. Honestly, now that I think back at yeah, it, <laughs> a lot and um. But no, man, it, it's just 
like I said, we all have to grow. Like you said, we all have to change. And I feel like a lot of times, same things. I, I went through that same kind of thing where yeah. it was just like, I was afraid of change. But but you handled it a lot better and you adapted a lot faster. I think the only reason I adapted a lot faster was because I felt like I didn't have time to bullshit around anymore. You know mm. what I mean? Like it was just, I didn't want to waste any more time on people. I really didn't because after my last relationship, I felt like I, not that I had wasted so much time. Wait, the one I was responsible for or the one before that? Okay, fine, Eric. The last, you got to give me credit. The Come one on. that you were responsible yes. for. Yes, you did. I know you kind of took the initiative and went on, you know, <laughs> when you should have given a little more time, but. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> but, you know, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have met that person. Yeah, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> you were happy, bitch. You were happy. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. I, I was at the time. I really was. I yeah. can go ahead and admit the good times but I can also go ahead and we reflect both had on good the times. bad times. Yeah. Yes. Um, but anyway, uh, it, I don't <laughs> want to say that that relationship was a waste of time because it, it wasn't, but I do feel like there was time that I could have spent within that relationship doing other things. Um, well, if that's every relationship, right? Like yeah. you have to invest in the relationship, but you also have to invest in yourself at the same time. Exactly, but I felt like with every relationship, I was being drawn back into the same routine of just investing into the relationship. Um, well, what, you were you have a more mature mentality. You're like, you know what? I'm trying to find somebody that she'll be like, what my wife? You know, you you know, I want to start a family. <laughs> wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think because of that, you know, yeah, you really invested a lot. In, you know. Yeah. I, yes, I I do look for a partner whenever it is that I am searching for a partner, like a lifelong partner. Oh, real quick and. Just to be clear, like, it, you know, it's not that I'm not searching either, but I'm just saying, like, Juan, it was, like, early on, you know, like, typical Hispanic. And, like, this is going to be the girl I'm going to impregnate and have, like, ten kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I felt like that's what it should have been. But now looking back at it, I'm glad that it wasn't, and I'm glad that it hasn't happened because there are so many things that I want to get done before that. But Yeah, definitely. Anyway, like, uh, I feel like we're, I'm just going to go off on a tangent on that, but <laughs> more of a... Um, I needed to change because what it was that I was doing was obviously not working. Mm -hmm. um, but, dude, I, I got to say it. I am proud of the fact that, that I am seeing change because I'm going to be honest, Eric. I didn't think it ever happened. <laughs> really, yeah. I, I, I honestly thought it was like, Eric's going to fucking lose his shit one day and just beat the shit out of somebody. And, <laughs> and at that point, it's like, should I step in and stop it or, or not? And just be like, I don't know. I it's like happening. A part of you would encourage it. Like, I feel like a part of you would be like, go Eric. Get it out of your system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. We'll we'll find a way to pay for the medical bill. We'll figure this out. Okay. Um, okay, guys. I'm not that violent, okay? I just don't like to be stepped on. I don't like to be crossed. I mean, and that sounds bad as well, but I'm just saying, I just... You don't like to be disrespected whenever it is that you are doing your best to respect. There you go. Yeah, thank you, Juan. It's the fucking golden rule that they teach you in... Like in grade school, treat yeah. others the way that you want to be treated. I should get that tattooed on me. But yeah, yes, let's um, not do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Eric, Eric is not a violent person. I, if, if anybody, <laughs> if I've gone out and, and tainted your name in some way, like, hey man, I heard you want to fight. I'd be like, fuck, dude, that is my bad. But then I'd look and be like, thank you for listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Why I think you have five more followers over here? You'd be like, that's cool, dude. <laughs> I'm like, Eric, go get the car. <laughs> it's fine. I'll sign autographs. <laughs> no, um, but it's uh, no, yeah. You you have grown, man, and and it's it's been uh, it's been something else to see too because I have been noticing it. 
and I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, do I bring it up? Do I not bring it up? If I bring it up, is that going to kind of like, um, like halt the growing process? Because, you know, but, but you have, like I mentioned you uh, several times in this last tangent that you have changed a lot. Well, both of us have, because yeah. you know we've been each other in each other's lives for so long that I have noticed. Well, you know, we both grown through the good times and the bad times, oh, especially yeah. for you. The bad times, like you've really like, dude, you've gone through some shit and you've grown. Um, I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, dude, you're not a cycle. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't killed anybody yet. <laughs> no, man. Like, yes, I've gone through my fair share of experiences. Um, and thank you for saying that I'm chilling. There are sometimes. You know, it, it's it's not all rainbows and butterflies either. Like, I've developed all kinds of fucking anxiety. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember, uh, what was it? Was it at Zuchata? You were like, dude, I'm super... Uh, my anxiety attack is coming in. Yeah, like, like my anxiety attack. And I was like, dude, right chill, <laughs> relax. I'm over here fucking shaking and shit. And <laughs> I'm you're like, like, dude, go dance with that girl. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. I can't fucking move. <laughs> no, yeah, my, my anxiety was kicking in. And it's like one of the weirdest things. And I... Um, I'm working on trying to figure out what it is that really triggers it um, just so I can have better control over it. Um, real quick, I'm sorry about that. I should have been there a little more because honestly, I thought you were going to be okay. You know, you seemed like you were okay. You were standing up. You were kind of moving to the song. So I was like, oh, this guy's going to be okay. <laughs> and then you know, I lost you for, you know, for a good minute. And I was like, shit, shit. And I was calling and texting you. And I was like, yeah, where are you, dude? But yeah. No, yeah. No, I, um, I think I was in the car or i think i was hanging out with one of our friends because i kind of yeah i was hanging out with nick and sam and and megan i just kind of shut 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 yeah the drunk deer squad (laughs) (laughs) um which is exactly what it sounds like (laughs) but we um we we just needed to get or i just needed to get out of there for a quick minute and kind of just re uh reset but is that new because i don't think it's ever been that bad in the past i don't know if it's ever been that bad in the past or if i was just better at controlling it or if like the methods that i've used before or or just i i i don't know or maybe i'm being more aware of what it is Mm. okay And, and that's what it is um but i feel like with giving it a name and now realizing what it is Mm -hmm. it it makes me kind of have a better understanding of like you know whenever it is that you're going through something like that you're never going to stop not going through it you just find better ways to cope with it yeah true so by recognizing it as something it is no longer taking control of my life whenever it is it's doing it zucchata i don't know what ended up happening yeah dude that's pretty bad honestly i after like I came back from dancing at one song, dude, I was panicking for you. I was like, "Shit, where is this guy?" I'm going in excited, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I went outside twice. Through, you know, I walked around. You know, hopefully, ho- hoping I would see you. I went back to all, all the rooms. <laughs> started showing my picture around to people. Like, have, you, have you seen the Susia? Have you seen the Susia? Start fucking posting a poster. Girls are coming up to me asking me to dance. I'm like, no, bitch, get out the way. <laughs> get away from me. No, uh, again, I, I need to find my friend. You got on the mic. John, shut up. Vaughn. Vaughn. What are you doing? <laughs> They're no. good <laughs> No man, it, th- thank you, thank you for looking for me. I appreciate that, but I, I was, I was fine. Um, you were fine. You were more than fine. I was like, oh, this bitch, I'm out of here. <laughs> Fuck this asshole. <laughs> um, I think my anxiety was triggered. Do you have any anxiety? Because I don't see you as the type of person that has any. Is there anything that gets you kind of? 
Because mine, I can tell you that night, I think it was triggered because I already have a hard enough time asking people to dance. Zuchata used to be one of those events because I kind of stepped back from the social dancing scene just a little bit. Yeah, he did for a little, more than a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I feel like there were a lot of new people that en- ended up entering the dancing, just like with any sort of social scene. There's new people that come in all the time. Um, and before i had already asked enough people to dance room just like okay i know a good amount of the people here like i'm Mm -hmm. chilling you know i don't feel like like just an awkward person here and i feel like it was my awkwardness that ended up turning into anxiety because i literally i felt like i knew almost no one there Mm -hmm. like it was just you ray um uh, the larvin i don't know what the fuck it is that you guys call him that he's just larvin <laughs> uh nick uh, sam, sam and megan yeah, yeah. and just like maybe a couple more people but other than that i really didn't know anyone and for me to go ahead and ask someone to dance like it took me a minute it really took me a while but that's that's the thing like back in the salsa good old salsa days like you would just ask anybody what um kind of and no like i think towards the end of or not toward yeah towards the end of like when i was stopping my social dance like i was a little bit braver Mm -hmm. i think i don't know if it's because i was coming off of the susia's high or Mm, what it was yeah Um, that too yeah because at that point i was even i was being asked to dance like like after performances and that was something different um that's what yeah it was just like oh okay yeah (laughs) i'll dance with you (laughs) and um but no uh uh before that i was still really shy it had it had taken me a minute to Mm -hmm. to kind of build up the courage to try to go up to someone and just be like hey it's it's because i feel like i don't handle rejection very well you have mentioned that a couple times in the past yeah and and i want to be an actor (laughs) (laughs) yeah right let's go (laughs) i'm gonna be the let the least rejected actor in hollywood (laughs) because i don't like it Man, but see, we all go through that. Every single guy, like, I've been rejected. Like, now it's been, I mean, it took a while for it to get to three rejections, you know? And then now it's, like, up to, like, five or six. I mean, not that I'm, like, counting, you know, bragging about it, but, yeah. Bitch, you have that tattooed on your arm. Stop. Every tally, <laughs> every tally mark is a girl that's rejected you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, you know, when you do get rejected, at least for me, it's like, oh, okay, well, guess what? I'm going to go dance with somebody else. You know, I'm going to pull that person right in front of you, have a good time with that person, and then, you know, say bye, look at you, and be like, that's what you get. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, but I have kind of done that before, so yeah, I'm I've sorry. done that too, and then I've had the girl that rejected me to dance, like, try to dance with me. Yeah. And that bugs, but I get it. I get it that there are some people that maybe don't want to dance with someone because they feel like maybe you don't look like the strongest lead or like or, you don't know that much. Right. They don't have that trust yeah, or maybe ex- they're actually waiting for somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. But then sometimes, which is why it also goes into that you don't know exactly what it is that they've been going yes, through. Yes, I know, Juan, yes. No, but no, this is for me. Oh, okay. This is for you. <laughs> where it's just like, oh, okay. It's fine. We'll figure this out later. But no, yeah, no, it's it, it's one of those things, man. Like rejection in the dancing, I think it, it hurts. Um, I well, I think you mentioned an experience where like it really got to you, right? The Jay Gonzalez experience. <laughs> the Jay Gonzalez incident of <laughs> of twenty eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about the Jay Gonzalez incident of twenty eighteen. <laughs> On this day, it was cloudy. <laughs> it was Reno Latin Dance Fest. It was a Saturday night. <laughs> I was swagged out. <laughs> I've never been swagged out. No, no, no. It was Reno Latin Dance Fest. Um, 
there was this girl that I was going to ask to dance. And um, so I go up to her and, you know, I tap her on the shoulder because she's like walking away towards Jay Gonzalez. I had no idea that that's who she was going, but she was going in his general direction. Mm -hmm. And then like I tapped her on the shoulder loud as shit. She turns around and yells, wait, like loud. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) And then she turns around back to me. She's like, would you like to dance? Wow. I was like, damn, you went from devil to angel real quick. (laughs) I'm scared. So I ran away. (laughs) And um, uh, she is somebody, I don't know if she's still in the L.A. dancing, but I recognize her from here in L.A. and I haven't seen her in a minute. Hmm. Uh, But I will tell you that I have not tried asking her to dance ever since. Um, You know, every time you tell me a story, like, I just see, like, the emotion, like, in it, you know? Every time you explain it, I'm just like, dude, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> Bambi! <laughs> Look, where's my mom? Oh, she died. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I know that was, I guess, a very significant event that really, like, scarred you, right? Scarred me? Uh, I wouldn't say about scarred, but it did. It does. Yeah, it scarred me. So, <laughs> so, it just, it makes me think twice about asking somebody else to mm. dance because I don't ever want to go through that experience again and... This and I know that this has nothing to do with Jay at all, you know. But it's just one of those things where, like, I get it. Somebody wants to go ahead and have a a fun dance with somebody else. I completely understand that. But it also kind of makes me feel a certain way about like how it is that I dance, how it is the way that I look, you know. And it, and it does trigger some sort of insecurities. But by the end of the day, I do know that I can always enjoy a good dance with a lot of my friends that I have, you know, oh, male yeah, or female. Like I know you get (laughs) Alan. (laughs) Alan is one of the best follows that I've ever danced. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I try not to dance as much with him because I notice like you know females get jealous, and I'm just like, well, you know, it's Alan. You know, he's a sucia. Alan's fucking it up, dude. What can I say? (laughs) Um, But um, you're saying sorry. (laughs) Oh, um, but yeah, no, and and like I come on man I am very confident with my skills and I am able to fuck it up oh that's right yeah no yeah you do get down that's what I wanted to say yeah you do get down but it just takes a lot you know it takes some I guess warming warming up and then it's a stretch that's what I call (laughs) it my first like hour of the night is a stretch (laughs) and then and maybe a beer (laughs) it's one of those things I don't know it it also depends on the night too. Mm. I feel like you could agree too. Like it also just depends on the night. Like sometimes you are feeling it, sometimes you're really not. Right, but I still go out there and dance. See, for you, like it takes a while. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah, like, yeah, dude, it's, it's what about her? Nah, her, nah. And it's not one of those things where like I'm too good. It's like she's too good. She's gonna say no. And I'm, I know, do you overthink it? I I see it in you know the, in your face. Your face. <laughs> I can person. see it in your eyes. <laughs> I can see it in your smile. Sparkles. Sparkles. <laughs> I'm in another fucking world. When I, go <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. It's it's something that I am working on on getting over. Um, especially because, all right. Because we're going to get into this. We're not going to get into it into detail because we don't know if it's going to end up happening. <laughs> um, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't, man. Like, somebody could end up saying... No oh. idea. Yeah, you're right. No idea. Continue. The Susias. So, especially, like, hypothetically speaking, that that was a thing that I also... When we did Susias Part 2, I think that's another reason why it was that I ended up becoming more confident with asking people to dance was because I needed to make sure... That not just you or Alan, or because I know Braulio doesn't have a problem asking people to dance. Um, yeah, no. But Braulio doesn't go out as much as we do. So 
um, I needed to make sure that it was the three of us that were getting out there as much mm -hmm. as possible and I couldn't be afraid. Mm -hmm. uh, so there were times where I was just like, fuck it, okay, fuck it, okay, fuck it, okay. But I feel like it's because I had a purpose. Like, I'm doing this so people could go ahead and recognize um, uh, like as many of us as we can, as they possibly can, and they'll come out and see our performances. So you need a purpose. Yeah, I need a purpose. I'll give you a purpose. I don't feel like I do things without a purpose. <laughs> I I've, I feel like I've uh, I've come to realize that about myself, or at least that's something that I'm trying to implicate with my life a little bit more. Doing things with a purpose. Actually, yeah, you're a little more focused on that. Like you're more driven in that aspect. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. It's kind of weird. <laughs> I don't even recognize myself anymore. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I'm sure a lot of people won't. Yeah. Oh, uh, 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 wink. Wink. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, this whole thing, um, like, you and I, we're talking about taking a trip to Europe also. Shh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking a trip. All right. We're just taking a trip. We're, we're going to be having a good time. Um, but you said that you have, you've never been to Europe, but you've always wanted to go. Yeah, I was never into traveling, honestly. To be honest with you, like I, I to me, everything I need is here. Like my friends, family, place I like to go, place I like to eat. But you know, over time, I've met people that you know were travelers, and they have kind of instilled that uh, that bug in me about you know going out and you know yeah exploring a new country. Yeah. And if you come, are you gonna come with me, Juan? I will go with you anywhere until the ends of the world. But are you coming to Spain? <laughs> That's Actually, the question. Are you, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I am. I am. I Ramon's super excited. Has he messaged you? No, I saw, where did I see him? I forgot, but he was like, Oh, oh. PCH? Yeah. Yes. <sighs> Fucking Ramon. He was super excited. Ramon I was like, is another character, bro. Like I I love he, Ramon to death. He is a character. <sighs> that energy. I'm going to have to match it for 10 days. Oh, dude, I feel like, yeah, it's going to be like both of us combined to try to match his energy. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Ramon, but like, but I also feel like Ramon's going to be good to get us out of our shell of things that we might not want to necessarily, or we might not have thought about doing. Mm -hmm. So like, I forgot to tell you this bit also. Mm -hmm. uh, I was planning because we were already going to be taking a trip to Spain and then from there to, uh, well, we were going to madrid and then from there to london mm -hmm. i actually wanted to take a day trip from london to paris hmm. so we could visit three countries on the trip all right yeah sure i'm going to disneyland paris oh that's why <laughs> <laughs> i fucking knew it i fucking knew that you said you needed a purpose i was like yep that's the reason <laughs> there it is there it is you were like who lives in paris <laughs> the mouse <laughs> oh boy there you go that's what i was waiting for <laughs> <laughs> wee wee <laughs> it's um i was thinking about just doing it man like why not like when am i going to get another opportunity to go and then i guess the park doesn't close to till till later on but anyway like when i told ramon about that um he was very just like do it just fucking do it and mm -hmm. then when I, I when i told him i was just like hey so because i was initially thinking about inviting you but i didn't know how like if this was just going to be a duo trip like if ramon just had things like if he just wanted to do things just us together and he mm -hmm. was like fucking invite eric dude bring him let's fuck <laughs> it up i'm like all right cool dude and then um but i i'm glad that you're gonna be taking this trip with us because you know you you should travel just like you said like people are over here telling you that that you should and they instilled that bug in you and have you always wanted to go to like spain mm, 
to be honest, um, this might get me in trouble. Um, I the two top countries that I wanted I, Japan. <laughs> that's one, just because I had a you know one of my best friends in you know freshman as a freshman in college. He was you know his goal was to uh, learn Japanese and go and work for Square Enix, which is a big video game company um, headquarters in Japan. He went. Um, I'm guessing he did because because uh, I haven't fucking seen him <laughs> since. <laughs> what happened is uh, he was very anti-social media, so the only thing we had was um, yeah, just cell phones. He's like, I'm gonna send a raven. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke signals. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, so that's all we had, and um, uh, his parents ended up moving up up to Bakersfield, and he ended up going with them, and we just lost touch after that. And oh, I've tried looking up, you know, looking him up multiple times, but he just doesn't come up. So I'm guessing either he goes by another name, or he's still anti-social media, or I don't know. He's in Japan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he um, he kind of got me into the whole, you know, Japanese culture and learning more about it. And yeah, it's it's really nice. It's a, it seems like a very peaceful culture. So um, that's what I like. Um, but. I do, you know, I, I do want to see Japan at least once just to check it out. It seems very, very beautiful, like a very beautiful place. Um, the other place would be Tha Thailand. Um, I did uh, Muay Thai for a little more than two years. About You can't fight. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Eric just, like, jumps over and fucking attacks me right now. <laughs> Hence my confidence. Um, but, no, not to, like, uh, you know, not to... Uh, get into beef with people but uh, you know just because i can back up what i say you you're able you know enough to be able to defend yourself if it needed to come down to it yeah and yeah. hold your own i mean i've avoided a lot of fights in the past because yeah. a lot of these people get drunk you know they or they're too full of themselves it's like dude if you need if you only knew that like you know fuck you up like, <laughs> hold up it's funny that you say avoided fights because there's one night particular that comes into my mind and it was one night and uh -huh. i don't know if you mind me telling the story it was about when Cisco and I got really drunk. Or what was his name? Was his name Cisco? No, it was uh, military dude. Uh, what's his name? Um, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking his name was Cisco. No, no, no. Damn it! What's his name? Let's call him Sick Cisco for the sake of the argument. Veteran, right? Yeah. Veteran, and we were old town passing. Yeah, dude, liberals. Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that like dope ass Terminator tattoo dude, and shit. And you were. You weren't even legal. You, like, I mean... <laughs> no, fuck it. Yes. Just so people can understand how fucked up Pasadena was with some of their shit. I wasn't... To be fair, I got into that bar right before they started IDing. Okay. Like, um, and I remember meeting up with uh, Francesco. No, fuck, man. Cisco. Whatever. Let's just call him Cisco. Um, for the sake of the story. Um, I remember meeting up with Cisco. And... Um, a bunch of his friends ended up leaving, and he had ordered so much alcohol. Oh, real quick. This guy was older, right? He was older, so his friends were already older, and they had to go home take care of the families. Yeah, or He was, like, in his late 30s? Like, mid-30s. Mid-30s. Yeah. Yeah. Late 30s. But anyway, yes. He it, was older. We, it was myself, my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Um, Mijo. Mijo. Yeah. And Juan. So we ended up going to go see him. No, no, no. Not we. I showed up first. My mom dropped me off. <laughs> My mom dropped me off. And then um, I remember Cisco, like, he ordered, like, um, he ordered a, uh, like, two pitchers of beer and, like, a tray full of shots. Yes. And he had ordered this for all of his friends that were there prior. Mm -hmm. 
They were no longer there. Sizzle was sitting there, and then he was just like, <clears throat> I got all this alcohol. It's my birthday. Nobody to drink it with. Because I was 20 at the time. Yes, you were. And um, and I was just like, I remember, I think I called you. I was like, Eric, I'm about to drink with him. I, I need you to get a parking permit for my car. <laughs> Dude, you would not let that go the whole night. Yeah, which is fine. But anyway, we ended up getting really drunk. And when you say we, can you clarify? Oh, Cisco and I ended up getting really drunk. Eric yeah. and Miho ended up showing up later into the night. And I remember they showed up and I had like, I had a shot in my hand. And I remember telling you, Eric, I don't think I'm going to remember anything past this <laughs> shot. Please get a parking permit for my car. And apparently I did remember throughout the rest of the night because Eric won't let me forget that I needed a parking permit because it was really good at it. Yeah. Due to parking ordinances, you need to pay $3 a night to park out on the street. After uh, two. Yeah. In between 2 a.m. and 2 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I took that shot, and then the rest of the night was a blur. Uh, Eric likes to remind me every now and then about this thing that ended up happening, so we're leaving the bar. Miho's drunk. Eric is like, uh, I don't know who, I don't know if he's carrying us or like dragging us along. I was holding up Miho. I was holding um, Cisco. Because he was pretty, he was fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and then you were kind of like off to the side walking with us, right? And yeah. we're going through this alley that's right next to the bar. And there were two bald, cholo-looking guys with like long, baggy, white t-shirts and I guess shorts and, uh, you know, your typical, you know, cholo guy. Yeah. And they were both smoking there. And uh, Cisco starts like talking shit to them, right? And I'm like, Fuck. Because these guys reacted to it. These guys were like, what? Did I join into that? Ah, dude, Didn't we, you say something about like, oh, look at me in my white shirts? That was him. That was his oh, okay. Yeah, he, that he was calling them out. He was calling them out for sure. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to get down with these two guys <laughs> while, while I'm carrying <laughs> one of them. can't even help. <laughs> yeah. You know, one's going to drop to the floor. Uh, Juan's probably going to get lost. He's going to keep walking. <laughs> Mijo's going to like just, I don't know what the hell's going yeah, it was bad. Like, honestly, if it was just be by, me by myself, I would have been like, okay, fuck it, let's do it, you know? But I was with three drunk people that couldn't, like, hold themselves up. And I was like, fuck, like, this is going to be bad. Like, is, if I take, get taken out, if I get taken out, then what's going to happen to them? So I tried to defuse the situation as fast as I could. I was like, guys, I'm sorry, these guys are drunk. As you can see, I'm carrying them. Like, please, like, you know, just chill. And, you know, these guys, because one of them had dropped their cigarette. And I was like, fuck, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. <laughs> I was like, fuck. And when I the cigarette goes out, you know it's, it's getting real. <laughs> so right away, I sped walk with, you know, carrying, I think, yeah, carrying Miko and uh, Cisco. And then I was like, what? Hurry, let's go. And, yeah, it, uh, it was, honestly, I was afraid at that time. Most of the time, I would be like, hey, it's, it's what, it is what it is. But, dude, when you're responsible for three lives, I was like, and look at you making a responsible decision <laughs> you know what the moral of the story is Eric? let me tell you what the moral of the story don't is. drink with your buddies <laughs> no bars really need to start <laughs> because underage drinkers just can't handle their shit dude it's, if authorities listen to this podcast that, that, that's fine man what the fuck are they gonna do now <laughs> like, um, but wait why'd you bring that up Oh, because you were avoiding a fight at that point, Eric. Yeah, because I had more at stake, you know, than just me. <laughs> like Eric, you always have more at stake. Oh my you god! Have your whole future ahead of you. <sighs> but again, moral of the story is that bars yeah, should they really should. start IDing people yeah. because, or be more thorough about IDing people. I mean, that night was fun. I mean, we got to the car, and who was running around the car? 
I remember I ran through the car. Okay, you ran through the car. I think I tossed Mijo in the back seat, or I, I just tossed her in there. And then Cisco <laughs> in the trunk. Cisco was the one running around the car. <laughs> <laughs> Liberals. It was bad. I was like, God, like why? Porque yo see, but that taught you patience. <laughs> you threw up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And to then, this day, that is the only time that I've ever thrown up, and I'm sorry. And at the time, I was driving my mom's car, so he threw up all over the side of her car. To be fair, your mom hit me before that, so she deserved it. <laughs> Imagine what if... I'm going to play like, this Like, I subconsciously knew that. This payback. So, I ended up taking that Cisco home first, because, you know, he was within... Well, I just wanted to get him home. <laughs> yeah. And, um... It was fine up until the point that he got into his apartment. And, and he started showing you a gun. He started showing me his gun, yeah. And, not, and to make it worse, he started loading the car. The, loading the gun with a mag. I thought you were going to say loading the car with all his guns. <laughs> like, we're about to get it on. But no. <laughs> yeah, Merga. <laughs> no. I, I wake up from my throat. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, it was scary because, yeah, he's like, look, look what I got. Look, this is my favorite gun. Da, da, da. Yeah. And it was a pretty big gun. I, I can't remember what it was, but it was a pretty big, heavy, solid gun. And I was just like, shit. And he had a mag with bullets in it and he was he, luckily he was too drunk to actually like put it in but yeah he was trying and i was like dude give me that so i took it i you know hit it behind the couch or something and i was like dude just go to sleep please call me the next morning uh, call me within a few hours and this is where things got interesting because cisco didn't have his phone oh yeah i had his phone <laughs> and he had my phone i remember look like digging into my pocket looking at it like, what the fuck <laughs> And then we ended up meeting up the next morning at Lucky Boy. Oh, dude, the fun wasn't over yet. Uh, that hangover was bad. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Juan and actually all three of you were hungover, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Cisco, man, this guy is a true veteran. He, uh, he ends up going across the street because there's uh, Trader Joe's. Yeah, yeah, he went to Trader Joe's. And bought, a, bought himself a big-ass wine bottle and started drinking, like, all over again. And I remember, I just wanted to smack the shit out oh, of Cisco. Oh, dude, I have a picture. You have your sunglasses on, and you have this serious face on, <laughs> going on. And he's just talking and talking. And yeah. Like like really fucking good. liberals. I'm like, shut up, Cisco. <laughs> oh, wait. What's it called? I think he slapped you or you slapped him? He slapped him? me that night. Maybe yeah. that's why I subconsciously wanted to slap the shit out of him. <laughs> He slapped me that night because, and I forget why he did it, but he just did. I think it was just like, do it, just do it, or something. And yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 and uh, let me slap you then, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, I was like, fuck. No, he slapped me first, okay. and then he wanted me to hit oh, him back. Oh yes, He's yes. Like, Come on, do it, do it, do yeah, it. Yeah, you're like, no, no, no. And then no, I took another picture uh, with his glasses, like kind of like half off, because yeah, he did slap him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember. But anyway, see that taught you. That taught you how to kind of not fight <sighs> dude anyway we went on this whole tangent about like how you should like but back to the countries that you wanted to go ahead and yes visit. oh yeah thailand uh japan. well japan i'm just gonna go ahead and say i feel like that should that japan is like on almost everyone's countries to visit yeah i don't know true. if it's because like the country well i want to go for Honestly, just probably anime and video game reasons. Like I, I think I would visit more of the, like the urban side. Like it looks very peaceful, like yeah. mountainside and all that. Oh, you wouldn't be like city city. Nah, I feel like everybody goes to that. You know, that's and, fair. Yeah, I think uh, my friend wanted to do like hiking out in Japan. That sounds cool. 
that does sound cool. Like, do shit that maybe other people wouldn't think about doing. Yeah. Because, I mean, they probably... Just like how in Pasadena or anywhere around here, we have, like, surrounding hiking areas that have, like, really beautiful views Mm -hmm. that you have access to all the time. Imagine just going to another country and just marking out one day to go on a hike and just Mm -hmm. have, like, this beautiful view that you don't know if you're ever going to get again because you don't want to spend the extra $700 just to fly back and do that. (laughs) Right, yeah, do something you missed, yeah. um, But, yeah, no, Japan, if if, uh, if the stars align, I'd be down to go to Japan with you one day because it does sound like a good time. But Thailand... Okay, the reason for that, going back to the whole me doing Muay Thai for a little you bit. You want to go fight in Thailand? Well, <laughs> not anymore. Just, uh, I mean, I am definitely won't, won't be able to handle it. But uh, when I was in Muay Thai, uh, our head coach for the gym, mm-hmm. he would take 10 lucky uh, fighters from his gym to go to Thailand and train with like in, in an actual Thai camp. And so these guys would be there for two weeks, training with the best of the best, you know, watching the fights over there, you know, authentic like shit. And then they would come back all tatted up, you know? And I was like, fuck, like, I wanted to do that. All tatted up? Tatted up. Well, okay, not all tatted up, but just, yeah, with a tat. <laughs> and oh, what'd you get? Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> they called me Bugs. <laughs> cool? Cool? <laughs> no, it was, you know, something significant, you know? It was actually um, hand-tatted by, uh, by a monk, a Buddhist monk. No shit. Yeah, with a stick and ink, and just he would just tap it on. Yeah, nah, I saw videos and I was just like, fuck, that's that's some legit shit that I want to do, you know? I'm sure you could get that done in Thailand if you just go to visit. Yeah, but it just wouldn't be as significant anymore because, honestly, if I did it back then when I was a fighter, uh, you know, training to be a fighter, then, yeah, it would be more significant. But now it's like, I would, it would just be a tattoo, I got it. Well, which would still be cool. No, don't, don't get me wrong. It'd still be cool. But mm-hmm. for me, just for me, that value would, wouldn't be as much because yeah, I'm yeah. not uh, training anymore trying to get back into it but it wouldn't be the same right okay yeah so what Um, thailand is really affordable to go to actually mm -hmm. i've heard that it's like one of the best places to go because there's like so much to do at such a great price but you do have to be careful i remember the head coach was telling us you know don't go anywhere without telling me don't eat anything without telling me don't sleep with anybody without telling me and we're just like oh shit don't fucking blink (laughs) without telling me do you understand yeah pretty much (laughs) Well, no, that's fair because I've I've heard the the same from from other people that have gone to visit, but I've also heard that there are like really beautiful places out in Thailand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've like, seen pictures. Really of beautiful, yeah. like islands off the coast, I think, and and those are really nice to go to. But even then, you just never know what people's intentions are. Yeah, um, yeah. I've heard stories. I mean, for me, again, it's just the whole like mostly just the whole Muay Thai experience seeing it over there yeah I mean the country itself um, doesn't really get my attention but uh, and no disrespect to anybody who's Thai but you know it's just more because you know I kinda... this is something that you want to do you... yeah so you would go check out some Muay Thai matches when you go oh yeah remember uh, Bloodsport Blood... no I Kickboxer Kickboxer yes mm-hmm. Bloodsport I, I don't know if I've ever told you this I've never finished Bloodsport wow and we're friends Eric, why the fuck would I finish a movie that I feel like just goes downhill after the beginning? <laughs> I am not your child's punching bog. <laughs> Great A acting. That movie is fucking amazing. <laughs> just yeah. for that. No, it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kickboxer huh, is just like, well, I forgot what the girl's Say name is. Say the lie, dude. Like, Good. <laughs> oh, no. Well, yeah, but what what is her name in the movie? I don't remember. I mean, for the sake of just like me doing the line, I guess, Ming Ling. Good fuck. I'm like, Damn. <laughs> Like, that's harsh. <laughs> like, that's, like, down. Yeah, it was pretty bad. 
but yeah, <laughs> it was a pretty bad movie. But overall, you know, it it, was, it had John Claude Van Damme. You know, he he was a beast. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It was. <clears throat> I could take him now. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. He's still a badass. Yeah, <laughs> I'm scared of John Claude Van Damme. I, I'd be terrified to try to pick a fight with him and then just hear you're talking to me. <laughs> but, oh shit! He does splits in front of you. <laughs> like, oh, he can still do it. <laughs> that was not CGI. That is my bad. No, but um, but yeah, the country itself, Thailand. Yeah, no, I like I said, I've I've heard that there are very beautiful spots to go out in Thailand, and and Asia is somewhere that I most definitely want to go ahead and, and try to visit at some point. You know, there are different continents that I want to go. I think next year I'm probably going to try to go to Africa. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I'm going to try to do something like around South America after that. So like Argentina or nice Rock or something like I that. I mean, I'm, I'm happy doing this trip with you and Ramon. Mm -hmm. And then I guess eventually for me, like, I guess Japan and Thailand, but you know, now that I'm getting exposed more, you know, I would want to go to India, you know, I would want to go, you know, to, um, I don't know, different spots, I guess. Yeah. yeah just the, the see more what's out there. I, I've I've heard that it's a very humbling experience, so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing exactly what it is that I learned on my trip. Um, but it's funny that you actually mentioned getting tattoos, and because I'm thinking about getting a tattoo in Madrid. Hey, his first tattoo on his virgin skin. His silky. Was my first one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> no, I'm I'm thinking about uh, I'm still trying to I'm gonna work with one of my friends. He doesn't know it yet, but I'm gonna work with one of my friends <laughs> on that design. Okay. Um, but uh, I do want it's, it's somewhere in it. Um, nothing is true. Everything is permitted. Where's that from? I'd rather not say. Bitch. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> dude my brothers killed that game for me they killed a lot of games for me so yeah i wouldn't assassin's creed is fucking dope i heard yeah and i don't know if maybe it's because i'm just on a high off assassin's creed right now at the moment but i remember how much i loved that line just uh when i initially started playing the video games and maybe it's because i found that read love for it and history and i'm going through a lot of changes right now my body <laughs> <laughs> no but um it's uh it's one of those things where it's just like yeah nothing is true so so nothing that somebody tells you or or this is the way that i take it nothing mm -hmm. that somebody tells you is necessarily going to be the truth and the way that i interpret that is more like if somebody tells you oh you can't do this that is not true mm -hmm. at least for me you know you go ahead and you make your own truth you go ahead and you make your own path uh so nothing is true everything is permitted everything is permitted within your power you can go ahead and change your destiny in every in any way that you see fit but it all starts with you so that's why I had some, somewhere in that tattoo I want to get that tatted up because that is something that I truly believe at this point. Damn, that's deep. Shit, I'm going to hit the gym now. Fuck it. <laughs> More tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll go ahead and see. Like You and I have had conversations about like how your mom reacted to your tattoo because I, I don't know if it's just like a Latino thing because I've mostly heard it from Latino parents or it's just parents in general you know, from a different generation. But... I remember telling my mom that I wanted to go ahead and do that in Madrid. And I told her, I was like, I'm paying for this trip. Like, I want to get something while I'm out there. And yeah. for me, it's going to be more memorable. Like, this is what I got. And I planned it out for, an, like, almost an entire year. Like, this is what it is that's going to be. I'm set on it. Da, 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 da. Um, but I remember her saying, like, oh, well, just get it somewhere where I'm not really going to be able to see it. I'm like, all right, that's fair. Because I initially thought I was going to get it here, like on my arm or somewhere. But I think I'm probably just going to end up getting it on my chest. Really? Yeah. Dude, on your arm. Why? 
dude, you barely show any skin aside from your forearms. And maybe it'll give me more of a reason to kind of just take off my shirt at Stevens one day. Yeah, no. <laughs> Don't do that. No, that's not, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> ah. Unless you know we actually you know go to the gym together and start working out. Wait, what do you mean? You mean I can't take my shirt off now? I look sexy as fuck. Oh, I'm gonna just <laughs> walk away. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I remember what you used to look like, <laughs> and you look like you ate you. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> no, you could do it. You could do it, but I'm sure you would be scarred for life. So I'm trying to save you the trouble. Of what? Oh, getting it? No, not getting scarred for life. If you take off a shirt now. Oh, yo, no, yeah, <laughs> yo, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm not doing that. But no, I don't know. I'm still working out. Maybe here, maybe on my chest. Well, I'll figure it out. Well, for you, just I, I could see it on your forearm, like just because again, you. I was also gonna get a wolf with it. A wolf. 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 No, the word wolf, like a dog. Wolf. Wait, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you don't say the magic words, I believe everything until you say those magic words. Or I don't. No, actually, at this point. Yeah, no. I don't I, even know yeah, anymore. There you go. Yeah, sorry. I'm tripping on myself. No, he has this thing where he just bullshits so much, and I'm sure a lot of you guys know that, um, Where and he holds such a straight poker face that you can't even tell, and he, he's able to hold that for, like, you know, a good week or two before he tells you, oh, no, I was just kidding. Oh, there's some things I'm still holding on to for, like, three years now. Talk. <laughs> so, anyways, I have to hear the magic words, which are... Bullshit aside. Yes. Once he says that, I'm like, okay, yeah, he's serious. No, yeah, but bullshit aside, I'm either thinking about getting on my chest or my right forearm. But, I mean, that that's going to be a conversation probably even for, like, the day of that I'm getting it. Like, where the fuck do I get it, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, but regardless of wherever it is that I choose, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be content with it. On your ass cheek. Uh, why not? She'll <laughs> never see it there. Yeah. Um, but... Tattoo overseas. Huh? So, tattoo overseas and... Tattoo overseas and then, I don't know, try, try some other stuff. Just kind of explore as much as i can i want to check out a couple museums a couple plays because why the fuck not you know true 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 why not um for me i'm just gonna enjoy i guess the buildings and the food and the pigeons you know, I actually... <laughs> you're gonna see it in and out i found my food <laughs> <laughs> finally <laughs> we know what there is here <laughs> i can live double double <laughs> Actually, I don't know what to expect. Honestly, again, I'm still in that mentality where I'm happy where I'm at. But hey, you know, I'm going out there with you guys. I'm sure you guys are gonna like, you know, push me. To... The dancing scene's gonna be dope. Oh, I've heard. Yes, I've heard. I heard that they party hard. Like I've heard that they apparently party till like six, seven o'clock in the morning. Um, Shit. I've heard. I don't know how much of that is true, and I need to look into it a little bit more myself. But mm -hmm. I heard that it's a really good time. And to me, I'm just like. Psh. That means I can handle Reno like nothing, dog. Like Reno, or, <laughs> or maybe Reno was just a training ground for this. Yeah, I feel like from stuff I've heard, it's like Reno is just a baby compared to like some of these other other festivals. Really, European festivals, yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll go ahead and find out. We'll, we'll find out on the social dance scene. But um, Eric, I know that that in today's recording, we weren't able to get really deep into who you are as a person. I feel like we've just scratched the surface. Oh, okay. of who you really are because i feel like i know who you really are but i want our audiences to do you uh, do you Juan? no I, clearly i fucking don't yeah no yeah that's my bad Here, I'm, turn sorry it off now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling my agent <laughs> you have an agent <laughs> um, sorry continue but um i do want to go ahead and have you back on i will have you back on at Ooh, some point you heard that bitches <laughs> <laughs> i get a part two <laughs> oh 
<laughs> That's it, Eric. You're not coming back. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, but uh, I do want to go ahead and, and have you back on uh, because I, I feel like there there are some conversations that, w- that can be had here. Um, I, I want to dig deeper the next recording into who it is that Eric Mendoza really is on the inside. Yeah, no, bitch. That's not what I mean. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like, uh, what your childhood was really like growing up and things Shit. like that. Um, which is why I didn't want to get into it today because I wanted to go ahead and give you enough time, like enough time to kind of be like, okay, this is what it is that it's going to be that, that we can go ahead and talk well, about. Well, we would need to have some sort of like structure to it because honestly, I feel like we just like start talking about anything and everything. And we but I feel like this is what ends up happening when you and I go <laughs> off on tangents. But yes, I will make sure to go ahead and have a better structure. I actually wanted to do this one in order for you to, to get a little bit more comfortable with the recording process because I'm assuming that this is the first podcast that you've ever done. Really, Juan? Come on. You know me. Eric, I know people. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, but with that being said, like I'm o- only jumping to the assumption that you're going to be willing to come back on. But would you be willing to come back on and talk some more? Yes. By then, I would be more um, mature. I would have. Uh, I would be more successful. I would have more stories to tell. Eric, it's in a week. Oh shit. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 No, but uh, probably after our trip to to Europe, oh, that would be nice. We can go ahead and that talk about some of That would be, stuff. oh man, dude, the stories we would have. To t- <laughs> yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're doing it. <laughs> uh, hey, Juan, remember that you took that shot from that girl? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> well, it was free. <laughs> no, but we, we can go ahead and talk about some of that, our experiences with that, and as I mentioned, um, more of our childhoods and, and see uh, what it is that, that we can learn from each other um, and what it is that you're willing to share. Um, but yeah, uh, with that being said, I so I will have you on the podcast as my first guest after we come back from Europe. Ooh, you heard that, guys? Hold into it. Because if he does it, I'll be pissed. Okay, well, how about this? I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. As soon as we get off the plane, mm-hmm. as soon as we land, all right, we're going to go through security and everything. I'm going to go home, grab my laptop, grab my microphones, and we're going to come back and we're going to record a podcast. Because <laughs> Juan, I'm still hungover. Listen, Stop. I don't care. <laughs> I don't uh, want to. Because we, we land on Sunday, so that means that following Thursday, there needs to be an episode. Oh, wow. Okay. So we'll both hold each other to it. Uh, to that and hopefully my infected tattoo would heal by then <laughs> but um anyway with anybody uh anybody that listening to today's episode is there anything that any that you would want people to take take away from this from today i'm not a violent person um juan needs help you know getting out there and dancing a little more now uh <laughs> i'm just kidding okay no 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 um um you know just juan and i you know we've been good friends for a while and uh honestly we're very approachable you know we're we're knowledgeable you know we've been in the dancing for a little bit we know some of the ins and outs you know some of the people and yeah i mean we enjoy this um as much as everybody else and we're willing to like help out and make it expand you know uh, weed out some, you know, sexual predators and, you know, make sure that, you know, everyone's safe and sound. And uh, real quick, one of the best, if we have time, real quick. Yeah, what's up? Um, one of the best memories I have of me and Juan was when we went to go see a movie. And as we're walking towards the theater, uh, the room that we're going to play the movie in, there was this girl, this worker. She was, I guess, uh, fanning the floor with a big cardboard, folded up cardboard box because I guess somebody spilled a drink. And me and Juan, we just like, we see her and then we look at each other and right away we both run 
towards the girl and we're just like standing in front of her posing because she's fanning the floor but we're just acting like she's fanning us and then the girl started cracking up right and it's funny because like as we were walking towards inside the room to you know to watch the movie i could still hear her down the hallway that she's still laughing and i was just like dude that was one of those moments where like we didn't say a word to each other we just knew and we just did it that was that connection i completely forgot about. yeah that. i know you're a bitch like yeah. you're such a good friend anyways i have so many good times <laughs> uh, that's true that's true yeah no he has he has some embarrassing moments of mine but yeah that was one of the like epic moments that I remember that because we made that girl's night you know and we me and him did something that like I said didn't require any words you know any gestures we just looked and we went at it and yeah that girl was just we made her night and I was like dude we did something good we had a bro moment and it was epic and it doesn't take and it just goes to show it doesn't take like any not not any real effort but like not anything that requires overthinking in order to make somebody feel good or, or make them laugh. And yeah, that now looking back at it, that was a really great moment. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she was on a bad day. You know, she was just there working and, you know, she she was responsible for cleaning up this mess. And, you know, we just went in there, made her laugh. And yeah, dude, we're like, hey, fist bump. Yeah. yeah. See, you guys, Eric is a good person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you for having me. All right. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next time for sure in a few months. Yeah, it's on you, dude. Okay, yeah, we'll have you on. <laughs> All right, thanks for coming on. All right.